Happy Easter on this, the third Sunday of Easter. Our passage from Luke chapter 24 this morning is another occasion of when Jesus appeared to his disciples after the resurrection and proved the reality of his risen physical body. Actually, it is two occasions. The first is in the final comments from the two disciples that were walking to Emmaus when Jesus appeared to them. These two disciples said, Our hearts burned within us when he spoke to us on the road and taught us about the scriptures. But Jesus was not known to them. They could not recognize Jesus until the breaking of the bread. Hearing Jesus teach them the scriptures as they walked made their hearts burn within them, but they did not know Jesus until the breaking of the bread. We need to explore an important lesson that we can draw from this. When we look at the entire Road to Emmaus story, we see the disciples are talking with Jesus and at, and they balk. They're upset. They're in a state of disbelief at his lack of understanding what is going on in Jerusalem and how the one they thought was the Messiah had been crucified. They were single focused on what we can call the news of the day and the grief they suffered as a result. Even though they were walking side by side with Jesus, even though their hearts burned within them as Jesus taught the scriptures, they were so consumed and overwhelmed with their concerns, they failed to recognize that the answer, Jesus, was right there. The same truth can frequently be said about us. Not that we've watched Jesus be crucified and are walking around in grief. Instead, we have our own news of the day, whether it causes grief, fear, anger, or any other strong emotion that blinds our eyes to the reality that we can call upon Jesus. That Jesus has the answer and will provide it to us. And it must be added that simply hearing those truths is not enough. Jesus taught them the scriptures as they walked and they could not, literally could not, see Jesus in their situation. Anything that I can tell you in the form of a sermon, homily, lesson, personal counsel, or in any other means, will never come close to equaling what Jesus could accomplish when Jesus taught the disciples personally. And no other priest, pastor, or minister, no matter how skilled a speaker, could ever surpass the ability of Jesus' ability to teach Jesus' own truths of God, the love, the mercy, the grace that awaits the person who responds. We are, therefore, confronted with the fact that no sermon, homily, lesson, personal counsel, no matter who the speaker is, is ever adequate for people to fully know and see Jesus in their lives. In Jesus' own experience recorded for us by Luke to understand this truth, Jesus is not known until the breaking of the bread. St. Augustine said, Jesus blessed the bread, broke it, and they recognized him. That is how you recognize Christ. St. Augustine also said, Satan put these obstacles in the way of knowing Jesus, but knowing Jesus was made possible by Christ in the sacrament of bread, that by partaking in the unity of his body, 
the obstacle of the enemy might be recognized and removed so that Christ might be known. St. Augustine drives the point home further, saying they were taught the word when Jesus expounded to them the scriptures, but they knew Jesus not in the expounding of scriptures. They knew Jesus in the breaking of the bread. In similar words, St. Gregory said, the God whom they had not known in the expounding of scriptures, they knew in the breaking of bread. St. Gregory further added, Behold, the Lord was not known when he was speaking, but he is known in his eating. The lesser known church father, Theophilac, Archbishop of Orid, which is in the region of Macedonia, said that the eyes of those who receive the sacred bread are opened that they should know Christ, for the Lord's flesh has great and unspeakable power. And as much as I greatly prefer referring to the earliest Christian leaders to gain a fuller understanding of any text, the following fact is significant. Even the Holman Commentary, published by the Southern Baptist Convention, and is distinctly anti-sacramental in its theological stance, states that, the disciples emphasized that recognition came only in the breaking of bread. They needed the spiritual presence of the supper with the Lord. In so doing, they left the ongoing church a reminder. Jesus is present with his people as they break the bread of his supper and remember his body and blood. That is an incredible acknowledgement to make coming from a publication that has a strong this is a symbol only anti-sacrament belief. It may seem odd that I am giving so much time to just the first few verses of our gospel passage for today. The rest goes on for an additional 13 verses and includes Jesus appearing to the larger group of disciples again and again showing his nail scars in his hands and his feet and then asking for something to eat. Luke, who opens his writing in the gospel with an assurance that he has been diligent to document what has happened as accurately as possible, is making sure you know, through these included elements of the story, that Jesus was brought back to life in his body. Real flesh and bone, with real scars and real hunger. It was not some form of spiritual resurrection, as some like to teach. It was a full bodily resurrection from the dead, and conquering of sin, death, and the grave with a gospel message to repent for the forgiveness of sins. And that is extremely important. And I would have probably focused our attention there this morning. In fact, when I read the text last week so I could start forming my thoughts, that is the direction I fully intended for this Sunday. But then I read a book on minimalism during the week Interestingly, it was not only about getting rid of stuff, it was about getting rid of the distractions that prevent you from accomplishing what you wish to accomplish. And I thought about the two on the way to Emmaus. They wanted the Lord above all, but they could not see Jesus standing there with them. They wanted the Lord above all, but they could not see Jesus walking along the way with them. They wanted the Lord above all, but could not understand Jesus teaching the scriptures to them. They were too busy, too consumed, too distracted by the cluttering concerns of the day. True and deeply upsetting concerns. Jesus had been crucified, but it was their persistent thoughts 
an inability to see through the clutter on the trouble that blinded them to the solution. Jesus was there with them. How often are we the same way? How often are we so consumed with the things that swirl around in our lives that we do not stop to recognize that Jesus is present with us? With a possible rare exception, it happens to all of us much too often. And we must all take time to stop, take time to come together, take time to not only say a prayer, not only to study the Bible, not only to hear a sermon, no matter how good the speaker may be, not only these and countless other good and pious devotional activities, because they are good and they are important, and they are also inadequate by themselves. We need to have our eyes opened in a way that nothing else will accomplish by the breaking of bread. Take time to stop, put all the worries and concerns and pressures aside, and focus on the real presence of Jesus in your life. And that real presence is uniquely and powerfully manifest in the Eucharist, for the Lord's flesh has great and unspeakable power to open the eyes of the faithful so that you will know Christ. Amen.